Woke up on a Saturday, I rolled the fattest J, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. He do what his daddy say, listen to my favorite podcast, that shit is Maddie J. Oh, yo, what's up, everybody? Yo, welcome to the Maddie J Podcast. Another solo edition. Riding solo. I'm riding solo, 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 riding solo, solo. That song only plays when I'm working out at the gym. I'm riding solo, solo, solo. I don't know any words besides that, but hey, yo, how's everybody doing, man? Fucking unbelievable weekend last weekend. Let me start off with that. Uh, Many a thing I crossed off my bucket list, one of which was shooting grenade launchers at targets. Um, Not really. They were 22s, but... If anybody's seen a 22 bullet, you know what I'm talking about. Those things, they can pack some power. So I was pretty pumped about that. I was, you know, we we're setting up targets. No big deal. You know, A-Train sets up five in a row, knocking them down. Bullseye, one by one, every time. And I'm thinking, yo, you got anything a little bit smaller? So A-Train puts a fucking paper clip from a hundred yards out. And I fucking nailed it. Didn't even touch the sides of the paper clip. Went right through the middle. Fucking crazy, dude. Um, but in all seriousness, I probably like, I, it was probably 50 yards away and I hit a six on the, on the target or something. All right, well, I'll, get my, I'll be fair to myself. It was like 75 yards away. I hit the six on the target, which is like the third rung out. So I was pretty proud of myself. It was on a hill, a little windy. So uh, go fuck yourself. That's all I got to say. Go fuck yourself. Hey, hey, go fuck yourself. So I had a lot of laughs, a lot of, uh, a lot of tribulations, though. Just really just fighting my body to stay up from drinking so that I can keep drinking I'm sure everybody knows that feeling it was just uh, like B-Maz said I was waking up 8am bloody Mary time crash at 9am rally at 11am feeling pretty good drink two beers got a shit Uh, after that I was good to go for the rest of the day though so That's kind of how my schedule was when I was over there. It went by way too fast, like like vacations always do. It was more uh, like a mental vacation, I think, just from the stresses of work. Um, And just, you know, you you guys just wouldn't understand the pressures I'm under every day. You don't have jobs. You don't have lives. Some of you have kids and I don't. So I'm under way more pressure than you. So yeah. I have it bad. Alright. But we uh it was funny because we got to the airport, BMAS and I. We're both from around this area. 
So I had a comp- compadre on my flights, and we both get to the airport. We're in this kind of like weird mood, both of us, and we kind of pointed out to each other. We're like, "Yo, like I'm not feeling great today. Just like, just mentally, just emotionally, you know, you just, you're just not feeling it. You kind of have the blues." And we both pointed it out. We're like, "Yeah, what the fuck's going on?" Just a dreary day, you know, like 45 degrees, raining. Know, just a shitty fucking day and uh you know we got to we got to green turtle in the airport bmaz you know before we even left was like yo i don't really drink on flights so you know just do you i'm gonna sit back and just wait till we get to to utah to drink i was like that's cool man i'm probably gonna have a few drinks at the airport and we do and I said we do because as soon as I ordered one, BMAS is like, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll take one of those too. And before you know it, we're getting on the plane at about 6 o'clock that night feeling pretty good. And uh, I just happened to mention to BMAS, you know, before we even started drinking, I think this is really what kicked things off. I, started, I mentioned to him, I was like, Yo, you know, we had free beer and wine on the flight, right? I upgraded our seats to get free beer and wine. Like I was telling you two weeks ago, man, Comfort Plus, upgrade your seats, get a bunch of free shit, and that's what happened. He was like, oh, shit, really? I think that kind of sparked something in his brain because when we got to Green Turtle, like I said, we started going drink for drink. And then by the time we got to Utah, I mean, we were pretty hammered. So I'm sure that was fun for A-Train to pick us up. Stone sober, and we're both <laughs> we're both hammered. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, that was uh that was a good time. So that was Thursday, just drinking beers, carrying on, and then Friday, obviously, we were feeling pretty rough. So, but like I said, major accomplishments off my bucket list: fucking disc golf in a very cool place, check. Shooting guns at things, just things, not alive things, check. Drinking beer with some friends, check. And uh, seeing the Great Salt Lake, which, like I said, I expected it to be a little saltier, to be honest. So, I mean, four ingredients for a perfect trip. What more do you need? And to be able to share that podcast moment with my uh, with my good friends was awesome. Dude, if, uh, if you happen to catch that last week... That was probably one of my one of my favorite podcasts I've done. Just the fucking level of story we took it to, the fucking humor. That one had it all, man. So I would check the one out from last week, number two. Great fucking podcast. It's not like I'm biased or anything, but it was pretty good. So uh Yeah, good time in the Salt Lake, man. I can't wait to go back. And you know, next week next week uh next saturday i'm flying out to vegas with my wife and we're gonna check out las vegas together it's gonna be like fear and loathing in las vegas just without any of the drugs at all so like just kind of being a thousand times more sober than they were but it'll be like that basically the only similarity will be is that we're in las vegas but it'll be just like fear in Las Vegas. Fear and loathing Las Vegas. 
I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I'm stuck in traffic again. But this time I did turn the uh, the Bluetooth off for your listening pleasure. Hopefully this kind of takes out the interference. Although I thought the last one with the Bluetooth, it had its charm, you know? Because I listened afterwards just to see what it sounded like. It sounded like shit. But I thought it it doesn't... It's It's not without its charm, you know? So... Thank you for listening to that and for listening to this. What's up in Australia? What's up in Estonia? Dude, my percentages are going up by the week from, I think, probably two people outside the U.S. So I really appreciate that. Keep listening. And I finally get to talk about the fucking O's, man. And it's not one of those talks where I'm going to be super pissed and mad. It's I'm fucking pumped, dude. We we made it through a week of the season and we're 4 and 2, baby. We're looking pretty good. Won one series, lost one series. I think we're back at home now for the first time this year. So things are looking up, man. I think at 4 and 2, which is like what? 60.667. That's probably the best we're going to get all year so soak it in O's fans first place in the division zero games up but you know you got yourself a winning percentage there so take it as it is I couldn't be prouder I thought although I didn't watch any of the games at all I thought we did a really good job playing against the other teams and scoring runs some of those I think one of those wins was like a fucking shutout one we scored like 11 runs I was pretty satisfied about how much we kicked Boston's ass maybe they suck this year maybe they'll be worse than us we'll still be labeled the worst team in baseball even if Boston is the worst because we just have that reputation now unfortunately but uh maybe this year we can correct that with just a a fucking basically a minor league team out there And if we can just win maybe 70 games, I'll consider that like a giant success. So, great success! Consider that a giant success. And uh, I I did see this one YouTube video. You gotta fucking check it out. It's like 20 seconds long. If you're a fan of like the Sopranos, the fucking Sopranos, man, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna say? Fucking Sopranos or uh, what else? Any of the fucking Goodfellas type movies. If you're a fan of that, you gotta check this fucking shit out. It's on YouTube. It's 20-something seconds long, and it's called, Yo, Where's the Freaking Gabagool? (laughs) That's what the video is called. I'm not gonna spoil it. I'm not gonna say any lines from it, but if you check that shit out, it'll make your day. Especially if you like making fun of Italian people, which uh, I've been known to do on on the podcast here. Yeah, and I just also got reminded of something else. A-Train's got a great story about COVID and being on a plane that I won't spoil. But next time I have him on, remind me. I'll, uh, I'll have him talk about that shit. Hilarious. So, yeah, just after a weekend of swapping stories, shooting the shit, getting absolutely hammered. And, yeah, I do apologize for last last Friday. I meant to do the podcast on Friday. I know no one really gives a shit, but... I do want to say I got a schedule to keep. I should be keeping it, but things got in the way. First of all, I told you 
I went through my ups and downs during the day and I was super hungover from the night before and just podcasting just wasn't in the cards. I would have done it if it was just me, but coordinating two other people to do it when we're all fucking feeling like shit, it just wasn't going to happen. So if you were wondering, those are the reasons I'd rather not share in my description last week. Just too fucking hungover and I don't feel like coordinating three people when I'm hungover and they're also hungover. So, but we got it out, baby. And I think it's great. Other than that, man, what happened in the fucking sports world? Ravens picked up Sammy Watkins. Didn't get a chance to talk about that. I remember last time I talked solo, we were talking about me, the royal we. We were talking about how the Ravens just can't get any fucking legit receivers. Um, and I don't know if I consider him in the legit category, but he's he's a number two, I'd say. Maybe a number, like a fringe two. If he's healthy, his number one problem is he can't fucking stay healthy, according to Chiefs fans. So, got to watch out for that guy. Um, I mean, we already have a bunch of guys like that on our team. We have Jimmy Smith, who gets injured all the time. I love him, but he's always injured. And the oft-injured Tavon Young, who's a really fucking great corner. And I think in the past three years, he's missed two whole years out out of that time. So... Uh, hopefully Sammy Watkins doesn't go the way of those two and maybe he'll have like a complete year but you gotta go from a guy's history I mean he's been in the league what like five years now six years and he's never really played a full year so yeah I, I, I don't know about that choice I think we just got desperate and we just went for literally the best person that was available at that point in time, which was Sammy Watkins. And he was like, all right, they're offering me $5 million. I'll just take that shit. So like all like all great quarterback-receiver combos, we get the guy at the last minute who says, fuck it, I guess I'll come join your team. So uh, yeah, Lamar and him are, are destined to have an amazing season. But yeah, man, our our wide receiver room is looking fucking trash, dude. Absolute trash. You got Sammy Watkins and Marquise Hollywood Brown. That's basically your team. Those are your two best receivers. Is anyone scared by that? No. No one is fucking scared by that in the least. So, you know, like I said before, I I don't really know what the plan was. Maybe we had a good plan, but somebody outbid us for somebody that we wanted I don't really know but now what we got to do is we have two major areas of focus that we need premier players in and we can only get one filled so we either have a horrendous defensive line this year that can't get any pressure on the quarterback or we have a horrendous wide receiver room that can't catch anything. I think we're used, more used and able to adapt to a horrendous wide receiver room. So I think what we got to do this year is just draft a defensive end, a stud in the first round. I'm sure that some kind of stud will fall to us in the in the late first round. They're not going to be gobbling up every single defensive end player of high or elite caliber by then. You know, I think a lot of quarterbacks are going to be taken. I think a lot of receivers are going to be taken. I think some cornerbacks are going to be taken. 
So I think that'll leave room for a pretty good, solid defensive end to come our way. Um, Because we filled linebacker last year. So really our, 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 our only major need on defense is to just shore up our line. I mean, we've got a bunch of old guys who used to be studs who are still pretty good, like Derek Wolf and Calais Campbell. But we don't have anybody really on the edge who can get pressure on the quarterback. I mean, we just lost... Uh, Matt Judon, Matt Judon. We just lost Matt Judon, but I think honestly that's addition by subtraction, as they say, because I think he was more of a liability than anything else. So I'm thinking we got what, like pick 28 or something, anywhere from like 26 to 28. I'm not sure. At that point, does it really matter? No. I think we'll do one of two things. If uh, there's not a good defensive player available and there's a a whole bunch of just kind of like above-average defensive players left, I think we'll probably trade down and get some extra picks in like the second or third round. Um, Yeah, I think that's what we'll do. Or if there's still like an elite or pretty good pass rusher available, I think we'll take him at 26 or 28, whatever the fuck we are. But I guess we'll find out in a couple weeks, draft in a couple weeks. I don't know about your team, but my team has obvious glaring holes that no one seems to really like want to address right now. But I'm not going to talk shit completely until that first day of training camp starts or the first day of the season starts and we know the full roster. So I'm going to reserve my judgment until then. But, yeah, I mean, it's not a good look when you got multiple former receivers calling out our receiver coach saying he sucks, although he did get the head coaching job at Houston, so maybe things will change. But that's not a good look. It's not a good look when uh, Des Bryant, who was only really there for a few months, was talking about how shitty, like, our scheme was. I mean, he would be able to tell he's been a good pro for his whole career, so... I don't know. I'm going to reserve judgment, but right now, man, I'm thinking we're in the... We got 17 games now. I think we're in the... Uh, the 9 and 6 range for the season total. Or, or 9 and 8, I should say. Sorry. I think we're in the 9 and 8 to 10 and 7 range as far as record goes. So hopefully we can bolster that up before the season starts because, I mean... Let's face it, Pittsburgh, no matter how shitty we all think they're going to be, they're always good. They're always going to be up there. I don't think Cincinnati's quite there yet. I think Cleveland probably has the best chance this year to take the division as things stand right now. And I can't even believe those words are coming out of my mouth. But it's true. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll just, it'll, it'll be a wait and see. We're in a holding pattern now. I'm putting a pin in it. Anyway, um, I didn't really catch too many sports other than that. I saw I saw my first Inter Milan game. I'm not too impressed, dude. Or no, that was Juventus. Sorry, Inter Milan's the one that's good. Juventus? Not my fucking cup of tea, dude. They were getting rocked by some lower lower tier team. Some team called fucking Ravioli or some shit just at the bottom of the table just giving them the business honestly and there's Cristiano Ronaldo who I didn't really realize till Bimez said this but he's like moping around in the middle of the field 
moping around in the box, doesn't get a perfect ball, he like throws his arms up, he walks back to the line, so he's offside for a good 20 seconds. Like, the dude, he's just a, he's just a piece of shit, it seems like. Just a horrible teammate. They aren't looking too good. I think they're in, uh, they're in, like, third place, but it's by a lot. They're, like, not very close to contention. And meanwhile, like, Inter's having the year of their lives, so they might pull away. And it's interesting, I saw a comparison between the the English Premier League German Bundesliga Italian Serie A and French Ligue 1 hopefully I pronounced all those correctly but those four leagues it just shows the comparison between first place and second place and the English Premier League by far had the biggest gap between first and second which in my mind always makes it so much less fun to watch and another reason that I hate fucking Manchester City they can suck and gargle on all the balls because they fucking bought this shit it's not like they had some homegrown players who you know just revolutionized their squad like Manchester United did back in like the early 90s no no these guys had to buy their fucking championships no respect at all given no fucks given I don't care if you do the quadruple fuck you But it was something nuts. It was like something like a 20-point gap between them and Manchester United in second place. And meanwhile, in all the rest of the leagues, in Europe, all the top leagues, the gap between first and, like, fifth place is 20 points. So that just shows you the level of, like, fuckery that Manchester City is doing right now. And you know what? If you're a fan of them, just stop being a fan of them. That's my suggestion. Because you might as well... I'll say it again. I said it once, and I'll say it again. You might as well fucking throw away your O's cap. Throw away your Ravens. Your Jets uniform. And just put on a Patriots uniform and a fucking Yankees hat. And you might as well be a fan of Duke, too, while you're at it. Because uh, you can't get any more frontrunner than that. And now that I've <laughs> blasted your choice of team for a good two minutes, uh, I will digress. But I just thought that was interesting, the comparison between the leagues. Um, not a lot of uh, parody going on there in the English Premier League. And, dude, I'm telling you, enjoy it while you have it now, the growth of soccer in the U.S., because there's not going to be... A huge amount of growth of soccer in the U.S. unless there's a diversification of the team who's going to be fucking on top. I'm telling you now, you might not see it for five years, but if it's five years down the road and we're still talking about how Manchester City's dominating, shit is going to get old, dude, and people aren't going to watch. People are just not going to watch. So we'll just have to see, man just have to see I did not catch the NCAA final I really just didn't give a shit but I gotta talk about that semifinal dude the one between UCLA and I think it was uh Baylor Baylor I hardly know her but yeah between UCLA and Baylor oh my god that was fucking crazy or was it Gonzaga (laughs) 
I don't fucking remember. It was one of those. Remember how I told you I was super drunk the entire time? Yeah. So my memory's a bit off. Sue me. But I, either Gonzaga or Baylor, I can't fucking remember. What a fucking game that was, though. I mean, UCLA, I think there were 19 lead cha- lead changes, if I remember correctly. UCLA was up, you know, a good portion of those times. Um, obviously, since there were 19 lead changes, but back and forth and back and forth. I mean, them being an 11 seed and getting just to that point is fucking impressive. And if you get to that point, I'm totally rooting for you. I'm totally rooting for the underdog. I realize people have their brackets, so a lot of people wanted Gonzaga to win. But I'm saying fuck your bracket. I want to see some chaos. Joker style. And that's exactly what happened. There was uh, a fucking... I think we were in overtime, or we were about to go to overtime. The score was fucking tied, I think, with, like, two seconds left. So I'm thinking, okay, we got overtime. This game's going to be awesome. You know, it it had been back and forth for at least five minutes before that. Like, one one team scores, another team scores. One team hits a three, another team hits a three. Um, Just back and forth shit. And it, it was one of the best games I've ever seen. And then... Lo and behold, last drive of the game, UCLA's down by two, or what I thought was the last drive of the game, UCLA down by two, fucking guy penetrates, rims it out, but gets his own rebound and scores, ties it up with like two seconds left, inbound to Gonzaga, he just launches a prayer and it goes in, I mean, just fucking crazy, I remember just like, falling to my knees in just astonishment, I literally did fall to my knees, like the song that was me dude you could have played that song in slow-mo watching me fall to my knees would have gone perfectly i was even aghast too if you like saw my facial expression i was totally aghast so yeah that was uh one of my favorite games i've seen i wish i i would have been more sober to appreciate it more but Uh, From what I did see, great fucking time. I was playing an intense game of pool at the time. And, you know, I don't really talk a lot of shit, especially to uh, strangers. I really will not talk shit. And I'll be pretty nice and modest until you start talking shit to me. That's when the gears are activated in the old Matty J brain. And the eye of the tiger comes out. And this dude... We're about to win the game, right? I have a pretty far shot to make the eight ball. Obviously the last ball. And he comes up to me, this fucking guy. He's like, I bet you 20 bucks you won't make this shot. And I was like, this motherfucker. So of course I didn't take the bet. Because I was like, nah, man. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to jinx myself. Um, So I didn't take the bet. And I fucking nailed it nailed it right in the far corner this guy just walks away like dejected I'm like that's right motherfucker but what is the what is the thing what is the deal with that what is the deal with that baby I don't get no respect you know 
Here I am minding my own fucking business, playing you at pool. And you want to talk shit? Well, I'm going to remember that win for a while. You know those wins you get that the other person probably forgot it in like two seconds, but those wins where maybe somebody was talking shit or they made a snide comment while you were doing your thing and you you noticed but you didn't let them know that you noticed and that it hurt you like that that was one of those moments where i was like fuck you i'm gonna drain this shit and then watch your face slowly turn into a frown while fall on your knees is playing in slow motion in the background and that's exactly what fucking happened so you know what for all you Jesus loving people out there apparently gambling on a game of pool is okay while you're fucked up I guess out there but yeah I stuck it to you Maryland won Utah nil until we meet again but yeah, it was just one of those moments, one of those wins I'll remember for a long time. That guy probably doesn't even remember what happened, so. But that was cool, man. That was cool, and I remember when when Zaga hit that three-pointer to win the game at the very end. I turned to the dude next to me, and I was like, holy shit, man. Like, I got up from my knees, like, holy shit, dude, this is fucking crazy. And uh, he doesn't even look in my direction. (laughs) You ever have that moment? You just want to react with someone. Maybe you were at the stadium itself and you went for the high five of the dude sitting next to you that you don't know. You know, everybody's done that at one point because you're just so amped. And the dude just like ignores you. Yeah, I just had one of those moments. I'm like, holy shit, man. I can't believe that fucking happened. The guy's just stone-faced right next to me, just looking forward. So I'm like, all right, I guess fuck me. So anyway, great people out there in Salt Lake uh, is basically what I'm trying to get at. So right now, I've talked your fucking ear off. I'm about... Uh, let's keep going. I'm about five, six minutes away from the liquor store. I'm gonna get me some Stellas, man. I'm gonna unwind, do my thing. I'm not gonna taste test any wine today. I know that's probably your guys' favorite part of this shit. Listen to me taste test the wine that you're never gonna get. Um, but not not that today. I was thinking when I was taking a piss before I left work, I was like, tonight's a Stella night, man. I just need some beer to decompress. Because beer doesn't give me that hungover feeling that I've been dealing with for the past week. And I will tell you, dude, I did not get much sleep in Salt Lake just because I was so hammered. It started to trigger my anxiety, so I couldn't really sleep too well. I got about six hours of drunk sleep per night. When I got back on Monday, I fucking slept all I might have been up like three hours total for the entire day I slept all day Monday I went to bed at like 7 30 and Tuesday and Wednesday and I think by last night I was finally caught up on my shit and I got to bed you know normal time 10 30 ish but dude I didn't realize I like 
I was texting Adrian. I was like, I can't, I can't fucking do this anymore. My body, all of a sudden, when I hit some kind of age in the 31 years, was just like, no, dude, you're just, you can't, you can't do this. So I'm listening to my body, and I'm just gonna down an entire 12 pack tonight instead. Right? That's what I should do. Try not to get runned over, as people say. Yo, he got runned over, yo. <laughs> he was going to liquor store, he got runned over. I don't want to be that guy. Alright. Oh, dude, is this guy going to try to turn? No, fuck you. Alright. Made it safely to the liquor store. Oh, dude, I forgot to tell you, I'm going golfing tomorrow, man. I'm fucking pumped. Or not tomorrow, Sunday. Does anyone care? No. I'm going on Sunday. It's going to be awesome. Me, BMAZ, and KP. And KP's friend to complete the foursome. We all fucking suck at golf. I got to go out tomorrow and buy some hand-me-down clubs. I can't fucking wait to, to do it. We're all going as a group because we all suck. And we don't want to weigh down a group of four people and be the one guy who's hitting balls in the woods and slowing the group down because we suck ass so we all decided because we all suck we'll go together so i'm really looking forward to that can't wait to hit some balls to grab some balls with kb uh, kp and bmas and friend and uh just hit the links dude gonna hit a par three so nothing serious so I'm thinking tomorrow I'll go out by a, a nine iron, a pitching woods, a, a sand wedge, and a putter and see where that gets me. So uh, we'll see about that, man. I'll let you know how I did next week. Preview for the Vegas trip next week. Lots of exciting baseball shit I'm sure to talk about. Everton, I did not catch any games this week. Sorry about you guys, but I'm sure you're hanging in there in the table. Uh... To all my listeners, thank you so much. You guys have been listening more and more every week, and it's really, like, boosting my spirits, man. Whenever I'm getting down, I just look at the the views, and I know who's listening, and I'm like, people are keeping up, man. People are keeping up with the podcast. It feels really good. So thank you for all you do to, to support. Make sure you smash that subscribe button, and uh, I'll see you next week for another rousing Matty J podcast brought to you by Depends. I got a new sponsor. They just don't know it yet. Depends is my new sponsor. So the Matty J podcast brought to you by Depends. We'll see you next week. Take care, guys and gals. Hola to those in Australia. Arrivederci to those in Estonia. And a good old go fuck yourself to all you Italians. I'll see you next week.